Accountability is God's job. But it's not solely God's job. No, it's our job too. We will be the plan. We are never going to give up. When the truth is known to the entire world, we are going to have extreme accountability. Good evening and welcome to the Stu Peters Show. So one day after taking Israel's propaganda apology tour, Elon Musk tells Zionist advertisers to, quote, go f*** yourself. Multiple times. On live television. Video of this interview, which of course was widely circulated, showed that Musk said, quote, don't advertise on Wednesday during this onstage interview at this event in New York. Quote, if someone's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. Apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. But go yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't advertise. Now, Musk's combative remarks came as a part of the New York Times Dealbook Summit, as you saw there. Moments before, the CEO had offered a moment of contrition for his 15 November tweet that endorsed an anti-Semitic post on X. He said it had been perhaps his worst post in his history of messages that included many, quote, foolish ones, including a 2018 tweet that cost him $40 million in fines from the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Musk's brief apology was followed by his characteristic antagonism. During the interview, he bristled at the accusation of anti-Semitism. He said that advertisers who left X, formerly known as Twitter, should not think that they can blackmail him. He said, quote, fuck you, numerous times. At one point, he added the words, hey, Bob, as you saw there. That's an apparent reference to Robert Iger, the chief executive of Walt Disney, which pulled its ads on X. Apple, IBM, Coca-Cola, they have all removed paid advertisements from X in a continuing trend that could result in up to $75 million in revenue losses. $75 million. I mean, Elon Musk can find that in his couch cushions. The advertiser exodus began after nonprofit Media Matters published a report that showed advertisements from major companies alongside pro-Nazi posts. Musk filed a lawsuit against the organization. It further escalated after Musk publicly agreed with an anti-Semitic tweet accusing Jewish people of hatred against whites. Well, later, spinning this up even more, Linda Yaccarino, the CEO of X, described Musk's interview as, quote, wide-ranging and candid. She made a pitch to advertisers, quote, X is standing at a unique and amazing intersection of free speech and Main Street, and the X community is powerful and here to welcome you. She wrote that on the X platform. Of course, ultimately, it proved to be a huge win for the anti-Zionist patriots and a massive L for the incestuously bred lizard people controlling our world. Vox Day is an American activist. He's a writer, and he joins us now. Vox, uh, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Good to see us too. Yeah. Uh, what's your take? Well, my take is that all of this advertising money is going to be vanishing anyhow, because it's not real. You know, if you look at every single author like myself, every single person who's used Facebook advertising, YouTube advertising, that sort of thing, realizes that it doesn't actually work. It, it doesn't generate significant revenues or anything. And so the idea that, you know, IBM is growing its sales through advertising on Twitter or something is nonsense. Apple's not growing its sales because of advertising on nonsense. They were always used as a mechanism for control. And so uh, does this mean that uh, Musk is actually on the outs? Maybe. But I also think it's much more connected to the drying up of the free money era. Um, and I think that they're using uh, Musk or various excuses to stop spending money that they don't have and that's not coming in. Who is controlling the levers of power over at X? Do you truly believe that it's Elon Musk? Definitely not. Uh, I think he's got some influence, obviously. But um, I frankly don't see any sign that Musk is the creative genius that he is supposed to be. You know, I think that he is um, you know, probably a, a, an entrepreneur in the 
uh, Silicon Valley uh, grifter way. <laughs> and uh, for whatever reason, he's been able to play this role of CEO. If you look at the, um, if you've ever watched the show Silicon Valley, uh, there's a character who is practically uh, a precursor to Elon Musk uh, in, in that he's always this, he's always trying to play the role of a CEO, trying to play the role of somebody who's in charge and providing vision. But what vision has Musk ever actually provided? What does he actually uh, predict for the next 20 years, 30 years, whatever? Nothing. It's been very interesting to watch. Uh, he went on this apology tour, which he says is not an apology tour. It absolutely was an apology tour in Israel. Right. Uh, what's the next step? Go to Poland and visit the camps. You know, uh, and then he comes back and he basically calls out Zionists. What, how does this connect? I mean, what are we actually watching happen here? I mean, you know, I was, I was writing a, a short story once and it was talking about somebody um, being a loose cannon and then compared it to Elon Musk, who is like an entire loose artillery division. And, you know, I, I don't know what his objectives are. I don't know uh, if, you know, people, obviously people are trying to influence and control him because anybody who has any influence or, or a voice or an audience has people that are attempting to make use of them in one way or another. But for you know, Musk is, is such a, a global icon and such a, a, a well-reported figure that you almost get the feeling that he's, he's getting competing scripts <laughs> from which to read um, because he's just all over the place. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing coherent there. Uh, to come out and attack Zionists the way that he did is now according to some of the new laws that have been passed in, in the United States, in various states and whatever, that is technically, legally, anti-Semitism. And so how is he, how is he going from the, the one extreme to the other and apparently not pausing for breath? It, it's, it's really difficult to make any sense of. Yeah, I, I mean, what you're saying makes total sense. And if he's all over the place and he's not really controlling Twitter or X, who is? Well, I would, I mean, I don't know in terms of the identities, but uh, I think that uh, you would want to look pretty hard at uh, the board of directors and uh, whoever is providing them with loans, uh, you know, because Twitter's not a, a big money-making operation. They're living off of debt, just like, you know, a lot of the other technology companies. And so, uh, you know, who put that Linda Yaccarino in place as his CEO, you know, nobody ever seemed to mention that. Like, why is this woman suddenly being parachuted in to try to, you know, quote unquote, run the company um, while Musk is running around, uh, you know, shooting off his mouth and shutting down this and announcing new initiatives that, um, you know, it, it's it's almost as confusing as trying to make sense of the Biden administration. Yeah, uh, which is pretty easy to do. Also, if you look at the makeup of his cabinet and who's making decisions to go, uh, you know, make bombs and shoot off missiles in Israel and, you know, at Gaza and over in Ukraine in this proxy undeclared war that somehow we're involved with, even though we haven't made a declaration of war and we have a Republican controlled Congress that shouldn't be funding this war, but they're opening up the purse strings. We're sending hundreds of billions of dollars to Taiwan to protect itself against China. All of these interventions that we get involved with seem to enrich the same people. Might those people be the ones that are controlling the narrative on Twitter? And if they are, why is it undoubtedly, inarguably more open now to free speech than it was, you know, in 2020. Well, I think that things are spiraling out of control. Um, you know, for example, you mentioned uh, his specific addressing of Bob Iger and uh, the CEO of Disney. And what a lot of people don't understand or, or know is that Bob Iger originally stepped down from being CEO at Disney because he wanted to run for president. And uh, there's an author, Dark Herald, uh, who covers a lot of the ins and outs of the, the Disney drama. And 
the whole thing with Bob Iger and Bob Shapek was practically a Game of Thrones type thing going on. You know, by Iger's out, then he's back in. Now Chapek's out, and it's pretty clear that that's where the Disney drive to being completely insanely SJW woke has has come from. It's it's being driven by Iger, and so it would appear that Iger and or his allies that wanted to put him in the White House um, are probably somehow involved in trying to use Musk. Um, but it appears that Musk is not a very reliable uh, tool for them. Um, and so I think that that's what, you know, what we're seeing is uh, Musk resisting the, the demands to stick to the script. Cause frankly, I don't think Musk could skip to stick to a script no matter what he's being paid. What, what do you, you think know? happens to Twitter uh, if everybody pulls all of their revenue from it? Does it just collapse? Does it crumble? Or does the CIA continue to run it? I think it, it continues to run. It's too useful. You know, um, the none of these organizations have ever really depended upon advertising revenue. The advertising revenue is mostly there to uh, excuse the trillion dollar valuations and stuff. Um Again, it's it's totally absurd to think that Intel's sales or, or Apple, especially Apple, is sitting on top of you know something like what thirty four billion in cash. So they don't need to advertise. The, the only reason they're advertising is in order to you know uh, keep people on the narrative. And now, why Musk won't stick to the narrative, I don't know. But it's obvious that. Even though Twitter's opened up a bit, it's not entirely open. I mean, you know, when they when they announced that, I went ahead. I you know, I got banned on Twitter back in like 2017 or something, and so I thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> and they sent me an email saying, "Yeah, we're not allowing you to come back on ever." And you're <laughs> and not allowed F- still to this day. No. You're not allowed on X to this day. Hmm. You know, and so. Um, that's why I've always been a little bit skeptical about the whole, uh, conversion to, to free speech and everything, um, from the start, you know, I was fine, not be, I don't need to be on Twitter or X, whatever. Um, but I was curious to see if they were actually serious about it. Yeah. And my experience tends to indicate that, that they're just not. So do you believe like I do, and like we all do at the network that, that this is a platform that's being used by, you know, the 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 people that control you know uh, the committee of three hundred the global chamber of commerce the the world economic forum these one world governance oligarchs uh, you know that want authoritarian control I mean do you think that they're running this I think that a faction of them is I think that part of the confusion that we're seeing with the the Biden administration and uh, the craziness that with X and everything I think that that what we're seeing is the the ripples of some sort of factional intrigue, factional civil war that's taking place in high places that we are not privy to. And I think that that's a result of the cracking in the foundations of the global economic system that have resulted from the attempts to sanction and strangle Russia that have backfired on all of the Western sanctioning countries. Yeah, I think by and large, people just don't support interventions any longer. And uh, I think that there is a a really strenuous, very fast moving agenda to extinguish nationalism. uh, And they're going to do anything that they can to make that happen, which would include, you know, taking over at X, allowing certain people back on. What did you get banned for, by the way? I've got about a minute left here. What'd you get banned for? Nothing. I literally, I literally didn't do anything. The, I had been twice, you know, put into timeouts for, you know, a meme here or there. But uh, they didn't even complain about, about anything. It was just boom, you know, uh, permanent suspension, uh, no explanation, and you know, it, I mean, it happens. And there's, you know, there's there's always the the um, SJWs within the organizations. Like we we would have trouble with Amazon on and off for years, and it was never uh, anybody up high in the thing. It was always some random low level employee who didn't like you know a book, an author that sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah. 
uh, factions within these organizations as well that are, are becoming increasingly powerful. I mean, uh, I think that there's still probably some purple-haired freak shows over at Twitter that were left over from the Dorsey, if he even right. owned it. I have no idea. Uh, it, it's, I think, all just a really big psyop. But I think the, the bright news is that a lot of people are starting to wake up to it. Thanks to broadcasts like this one and contributors like yourself, Fox Day. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you, Stu. Of course. So we've been talking a lot about the seizure of capital sucking it all into the World Economic Forum and the Global Chamber of Commerce and the Committee of 300, sucking it all into the Rothschilds' criminal banking system, all of the central banks enriching all of the globalists, and they're going to steal your money to do that. You'll wake up one day, your checking account will be at zero, your savings accounts will be at zero, your retirement account will be gone, and the best way to protect yourself, we have been begging you to call Gold Co. and consider purchasing physical gold and silver. I buy my gold from Gold Co., you should just give them a call. The number is 855-706-GOLD. Take the five minutes that it takes, call them, figure out how to protect the financial future that you're leaving for your children. I mean, we're bombing millions of people, spending trillions of dollars, funding bioweapon research and production and deployment, funding this transgender movement, funding a Marxist takeover, funding an illegitimate, fraudulent, pedophilic regime. So yeah, they're going to come for your cash. Have physical gold and silver. Call them today. Gold Coats, where I buy my gold. 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. We'll be right back. If you're over 35 and like the typical American, you start to feel tired around noon. Your ability to focus just keeps getting worse as you get older. For energy, you've probably tried coffee or tea or even worse, one of those sugary, poisonous drinks that promises energy for hours, but they just don't work. Your focus never improves. ESS-60 is a molecule that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about. That's because Big Pharma is evil and they want to kill you. And also they know how effective this is. And they can't make any money off of continuously slowly poisoning you to death. Historically, this is dramatically extending the lives of test subjects and it's why I'm hooked. My Vital C is made with just two ingredients, olive oil and a powerful nano antioxidant, 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. That's ESS-60. It's also backed by a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to myvitalc.com slash stew. Again, that's myvital, the letter C, dot com slash stew. Also, use the coupon code Peters at checkout for an additional 15% off your initial order. That's myvitalc.com slash stew. I really wish I didn't have to bring you this disgusting news, especially if you're a man over 45. Do you feel the sudden and urgent need to urinate several times during the day or night? Does it take you even 30 seconds before any piss comes out? According to a shocking discovery from scientists at Harvard and Stanford, there's a high chance that you're dealing with something they call a moldy prostate. Yeah, a moldy prostate. This means that your prostate is being coated in a special type of mold, completely different mold than what you see on your food, but extremely threatening nonetheless. Left untreated, it damages your prostate until it becomes nearly impossible to enjoy a steady stream when you go to the bathroom. Moreover, your ability to get an erection is severely affected. Flowforce Max is a completely natural, 100% effective way to destroy that fungus that's colonizing your urinary tract right now. It allows you to enjoy a powerful and steady flow every time you go to the bathroom, and it helps you get a more powerful, stronger, longer-lasting erection. This prostate-shrinking candy has already been tried by more than 35,000 men aged 45 to 75 with amazing results. It's time to put an end to all of your prostate problems. Go to flowforcemax.com stew. Again, that's flowforcemax.com stew. So we all know that Kevin McCarthy was Israel's and China's top man in the United States House of Representatives in charge of the coup on January 6th of 2021. Every move that Kevin makes, every breath that Kevin takes is monitored by apex men on the inside, Jeffrey Miller and John Legansky, two Israel first operatives whose quiet rise to power inside of the McCarthy machine gave Israel de facto ownership over the U.S. Congress. And if Kevin McCarthy was working hand in glove with Mike Pence, a guy that we know loves Israel and bombing Middle Eastern countries and sending Americans to die for oil profit far more than he loves America than we know that we're getting. This is the same Mike Pence who was forced to return from a trip to Israel in order to preside over the very obvious obstruction of that official proceeding of the Congress. Fast forward a few years later. A few years spent under the corrupt Biden regime with political prisoners locked away, prisoners of war, being held in solitary confinement, on U.S. soil, without the ability to advocate for themselves, speak with lawyers, without the right to a speedy trial. And now we get our brand new House Speaker, Mike Johnson, who has at minimum learned from Kevin's mistakes at least a little bit. One thing that Mike Johnson has learned, that Mike Johnson understands, is that he needs to play to the fake conservative media far more than Kevin McCarthy did. 
And boy, is he good at it. But that does not mean that Mike Johnson is necessarily any better than Kevin McCarthy. No, it just means that he's better at playing the media game with the fake conservatives in Con Inc. Media. So to that point, Mike has promised to release all of the video. He's even released an internet portal where the House will be releasing the footage. But he's still lying about the exact manner in which the footage will be released and making excuses for why the House will not be releasing all of the footage. One of the excuses that they use for not releasing all of the footage is that they're fearful that releasing the footage will reveal secret passageways and secret office doors to secret offices House leadership from both parties used to hide from the public. Well, that's clearly a pile of horse crap. That building is locked as tight as a drum when they want it locked as tight as that drum. And we know that they only open the door to the people's house when they want people in, like they did on January 6th. The second excuse that Mike Johnson is using to get rid of releasing all of the 44,000 hours of footage and get that off of his desk is because they don't want there to be more prosecutions by the Biden DOJ. That seems like a pretty good excuse at first blush, but it's just another trick from another APAC-owned House Speaker. If Republicans in Congress wanted to make sure that there were no more prosecutions of patriots who took a guided, police-guided tour through Congress on January 6, 2021, all they would have to do is defund the DOJ, which is entirely in their capacity to do. So why isn't Mike Johnson defunding Joe Biden's DOJ? It's almost 2024. It's time to get rid of Joe Biden. And Mike Johnson's house is funding the Biden Justice Department. So we have a new House speaker, but all we're really getting is the same old Bolshevik bullcrap from Mike Johnson. We're getting the same old communist appeasing excuses that we always get from the traitors at the top of the Republican Party. More sniveling, more lies from a rat-faced liar called Mike Johnson. Jake Lang is a J6 prisoner who's been in prison since he was arrested in early 2021, nearly three years. He joins us now via phone. Jake, thank you so much for coming. Hey, Stu, my brother. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So we have a fake Republican that does the bidding of Israel and China who's making excuses for not releasing 44,000 hours of tape that could clearly exonerate everybody that's being held as a prisoner of war now. Yeah, I mean, we have, you know, we have promises that have not been not been made yet. Uh, he says they're going to release 95% of the video footage. I, I believe personally that the 5% that they're not going to release is some of the most important. It's probably the stuff from inside the tunnel where Roseanne Boylan was murdered. Probably also the stuff where Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed in cold blood and other very important, you know, strategic things to help exonerate me and my fellow political prisoners. So that 95% threshold is ridiculous in and of itself. And the fact that they've only released 80 hours um, of footage out of 44,000 is, you know, less than 1%. So, you know, let's let's hold our applause until they make good on their promises. You know, it, it occurs to me that it's, it's likely that along with the 5% that would exonerate so many J6 patriots, but that also there may be incriminating evidence in there that would reveal that there were Israeli spies there uh, that there were Ukrainian spies there, and that the United States government put them there. It's very possible. There's it's so much malfeasance done internally by our government on January 6th, and it would, you know, kind of be part of the D.C. swamp, you know, code of ethics, code of conduct there, just sweep that stuff under the rug, and, you know, and appease the fake conservative media, like you said. So I would not be surprised whatsoever. I think it's very likely that we had, you know, DHS agents, FBI, CIA roaming around in there, orchestrating January 6th. Um, and so they're probably going to want to cover that up. That's kind of the modus operandi of the D.C. swamp, right? So they're talking about no more prosecutions by the Biden DOJ, but they're refusing to defund the Biden DOJ. So shouldn't it be obvious to every single American, every living and breathing organism on the face of the planet that these are just straight BS lies? Yeah, it's empty lies. I mean, there's so many things that they could be doing right now, redlining the budget of the DOJ and the FBI. That is, I mean, the very first step right out the gate. Congress has full power to do that. And they also have full power to bring to account our public servants like the prosecutors um, and the corrupt judges that are sentencing people to 22 years, 17 years, 
and overcharging people like crazy and destroying over 1,400 American lives that have been charged through January 6th already. These people need to be, I mean, disbarred. They need to be removed from public office, these judges and these prosecutors. And they, the DOJ needs to have their budget redlined. Those three things, unless they do them, they're complete, you know, just talking heads up in Congress. That's real action that needs to be taken. And we're not seeing it, so... You know, you, you, you do the math there. So by Mike Johnson playing this conservative media and pretending to be this tough guy and releasing all of this footage, uh, but then still continuing to fund the Biden DOJ, he is actually funding the persecution and prosecution of innocent people, uh, not redlining it, not disbarring these people, not removing them from, you know, their positions of power and authority as judgeships, uh, not just removing them isn't enough. I think that they need to be investigated and arrested. And if convicted, they need to face extreme accountability. This is treason, isn't it? Uh, it is treason, and you know, I I like to try to give leeway to Speaker Johnson uh, because he has promised these things, and you know, you need a little bit of time to do that. But at the end of the day, there are things that they could be doing right now, immediately, like we just discussed those three things that we just discussed: disbarring, removing, and redlining. There's, you know, hold hold a committee hearing today, hold a, a congressional vote today, and start getting work done. The fact that they're not doing that is they're, they're trying to play this, you know, this political nonsense garbage game. And real people's lives, real families, real communities are being ravaged. Real people's doors are being kicked in. And people are being kidnapped by Gestapo FBI agents while they're over here playing this Washington, D.C. garbage nonsense game where they're kowtowing the line, you know, between being a real patriot and being a rhino. And it's time to pick a side. You can't be fence-sitters. These people are all fence-sitters. And you know, I don't have any congressmen coming down here and visiting me for two years. I'm in the hole right now in solitary confinement in the basement of Washington, D.C. jail while they're up there getting their news media coverage and smiling for the cameras and stuff. We need real action. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Real action. Do something. Well, you know, I don't know that there's a whole lot to releasing the footage. All, all of this footage is stored in one place, on one drive and one hard drive and one thumb that, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's really easy to do. If I had the footage, I could same day begin uploading it to Rumble and have it streaming 24 hours a day so that everybody could watch exactly what happened on January 6th and come to their own relevant conclusions. Uh, we already saw one J6er that was exonerated and released because of Tucker Carlson's, you know, uh, exposure of the little tiny bit that he decided to release. I don't think that there is any fence sitters. I don't think that there's any such thing as rhinos. I think that they're 100% compromised. I think that they are completely paid off. They know exactly what they're doing. They're not stupid or incompetent, but they're doing the bidding of other countries at this point and other governments. It's 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 very likely. I mean, you, you make a great point that, you know, these people, they're, they're not incompetent and they have the ability to do these things. And so you have to ask yourself, why is this, this logical reason why they're not doing it? It's because they have, uh, you know, malfeasance. They have uh, an America's second mentality that they're, you know, bought, paid for to, to, to maintain that mentality, too. And so it's very disappointing. And, um, you know, we need to see the action or they need to be removed from office. This is, I mean, it's one or the other. You know, the, the, the Jan 6 happened for a reason. The American people stood up and defended this country against tyranny, against the corruption in Washington, D.C. for a reason. I mean, that, that, they need to realize that, and they need to make actions accordingly, because the same American people are, you know, God willing, we're 1776 patriots, and we don't stand by as tyranny they hold in this country. And Jan 6 proves that. They, they, they better remember that in the back of their mind as they're continuing to sell our country down the drain to China and to despotic tyranny. And to Israel. And I think it's worth noting that, you know, these people, these, these fake communist-serving, Israel-serving, America-last, phony Republican coward representatives that have been bribed and blackmailed – I think it's worth noting for everybody because, you know, there's a lot of people that view this program that haven't heard you on the show before. And I, I think it's worth noting that every time you're on here, you have a call to action for people, how they can help, what they should do. I mean, aside from the Fox News channel that's owned by the same Zionists over at BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street and the Rothschilds and Soros funded Media Matters, you know, aside from these people not reporting a damn thing on the persecution and illegal prosecution of you and, you know, your fellow uh, Jan Sixers, uh, these are the same people that fund and own CNN, MSNBC. Our entire media is compromised. 
virtually every part of our federal government and media apparatus is owned by uh, Zionist Israel. And so I, I think it's worth giving you the platform here for your call to action. Thank you, Stu. And, you know, I got I got a couple of media people, you know, uh, when the Jan 6 tapes uh, released recently, there were a few people that popped up out of, out of nowhere pretending like they support the January 6ers and few news organizations. And you know, I just want to make a, a healthy call out to these people. That you have one minute remaining. You're going to support the Jan 6ers. Have us on your platform, Charlie Kirk, you know. Have us on your platform, Newsmax. I was just told by Newsmax yesterday that I got vetoed from a, an interview that one of their broadcasters wanted to set up with me. The brass in Newsmax and the brass of a lot of these uh, fake news media organizations are not letting Jan Sixers get on there to tell their story. So I'm making an open call out for these people to uh, to have me on. And if uh, the audience wants to support the January Sixers right now during Christmas time, we have a monthly commissary sponsorship program that is phenomenal that you guys can become a part of. Go to SponsorJ6.com and sponsor a January 6th political prisoner. Help their family out through this horrible time. SponsorJ6.com. Stu, thank you so much for having me on. God bless you and your truth telling. You're on fire, brother. Everybody keep tuning in to Stu. He's, he's one of the best in the business. We love Stu. Appreciate that. God bless you, Jake, and God bless all of the fellow patriots that are being persecuted unlawfully and illegally, being held in the gulag, subjected to torture, Solitary confinement. These people are being treated as if they were terrorists. While the real terrorists were dancing. More of the Stu Peter Show next. If you've been waiting for a screaming deal on one of my favorite pieces of gun gear, you need to check out this holiday special from Vanish Holsters. They're doing this awesome deal. You buy one of their ultra-comfortable holsters at a discount and then get a second for 50% off the already low discounted price. It's perfect if you want to own and use the world's most comfortable holster and give one to a friend or a family member. I promise you're going to love this holster more than any other holster that you own. And the reason why is because you can use it to carry most any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable you'll forget you're wearing it, which is why it's called the Vanish Holster. This revolutionary holster fits 99% of all semi-auto handguns. It works without a tactical belt, it lets you carry in multiple positions, and it lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines. Best of all, it comes with a money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, you get all of your money back with a hassle-free return policy. Now, since it's a holiday deal, it's set to expire soon. And let's be real. You know what's going on in our unserious country. You know that criminals are more emboldened than ever. The threat of terrorism is looming large. Don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your old holster is uncomfortable. Go to vnsh.com slash stew right now so that you have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Any weapon. All day, every day. VNSH.com slash stew. The human body is made up of 60% water, but how much of that has been corrupted by the smog, filth, and poison of the modern world? You need to quench your body's thirst for purity. Do it with hydrogen water from airwaterhealing.com. Neutralize free radicals with rich antioxidants. Reduce inflammation, protect against chronic illness, and supercharge immunity. Lose weight, improve endurance, reduce muscle fatigue, and Speed up recovery, support brain health, improve your memory and mood, enhance skin health, give yourself a youthful and radiant glow. Go to airwaterhealing.com, promo code STU. This is airwaterhealing.com. Well, I don't know about you, but off and on, I've had trouble sleeping for years. Actually, the majority of Americans struggle to get the sleep that they need. A friend of mine told me that it might be a magnesium deficiency, so I tried a whole bunch of supplements and none of it worked. Well, finally, thanks to this program, I was introduced to nutrition scientist and champion bodybuilder Wade Lightheart, and he told me there's actually seven types of magnesium, and your body needs all seven in order to get the proper sleep that some of these other companies advertise but just don't produce. Problem is, because of industrial fertilizers, basically all the food that we eat is now deficient in magnesium. Magnesium Breakthrough is the only full-spectrum supplement that includes all seven forms of magnesium that's on the market. And let me tell you, this stuff actually works. Not only did it finally fix my sleep, but the energy levels that I've experienced have gone through the roof as well. To learn more about Magnesium Breakthrough, go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Use promo code StuPeters10 to get 10% off your first bottle. You'll be glad that you did. magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Welcome back. So I'm not breaking any news here. When I say that there's an open war on white people raging in the United States, everybody knows that. But you see, we're not alone in that war. 
No, because there's also an open war against white people raging in every single country where whites are the majority. I know that sounds like a strident claim, but it's true. And that's what we do here on this network. We tell the truth. And most Americans are finally now just waking up to this truth, to this reality. It only took three years after the BLM riots tore this country limb from limb in the middle of what was supposed to be a COVID lockdown. $12 billion in damage inflicted over the summer of love, a three-month period, in the name of a career criminal home-invading parasitic thug who died of a fentanyl overdose called George Floyd. Well, sadly, I'm here to tell you, the war against white people is only just now getting started. And the United States is only just one front, although a key puzzle piece of the globalist Zionist lizard freaks who run the World Economic Forum, who run the Global Chamber of Commerce, who run the Committee of 300, who run the City of London, the elite finance arm organized by the Rothschilds, among others, to seize the vast majority of capital on the face of the planet. That's the goal. And they're accomplishing it. And they have to take America down to destroy the very idea of nationalism. They also have to take down Japan and China to destroy nationalist sentiment, but that's a whole other story. Just two months ago in September, the Philadelphia Inquirer ran an article with the headline, quote, White Lives Matter stickers were placed outside the school. This major newspaper treated this sign, this sticker, as if it could somehow be some sort of a terror attack. The people were aghast, the Inquirer told us. They felt fear. These are actual quotes from the article. If this is not proof that these people are at war with whites and want them exterminated, I don't know what is. But the United States isn't the only country where these Zionist lizard freaks want to destroy white people. Pick a country, any country that's predominantly white, you'll see the same anti-human, anti-white pattern of behavior playing out in every single one of them across the board. It's status quo. Some of you in the audience might be familiar with the war on whites in South Africa. It's been raging for many years. Some of you might be familiar with the Muslim invasion of Scandinavia. Denmark and Sweden right now are having major issues with violent third worlders who aim to replace them. And these violent thugs are open about their intent to replace the Scandinavians and white Europeans native to these countries. They tell us that they want to get rid of us. And of course, we've been seeing this for decades in mainland Europe, where we see the animalistic takeover of France and in Germany. So although it's trending on every social media outlet, Ireland is really only just the latest majority white nation where the war to exterminate whites is popping off. Here in the United States, we, of course, have the Talmudic Satanists at the pro-Israel Anti-Defamation League who hate whites. According to the Zionist Israel first Christian hating agent of white genocide called Jonathan Greenblatt at the ADL, you are a white supremacist if you say white lives matter, which they abbreviate as WLM. Saying white lives matter, quote, promotes white supremacist worldview and advocates for raising white racial consciousness, close quote. That's Greenblatt. Indeed, if you say white lives matter, you are a neo-Nazi, according to Jonathan. Not to be outdone, of course, is the Southern Poverty Law Center, or the SPLC. The SPLC says saying white lives matter is, quote, racist response to the civil rights movement, black lives matter. And, of course, they agree with the Anti-Defamation League that saying white lives matter makes you indeed a neo-Nazi and a white supremacist. I don't think I need to point out the hypocrisy with respect to their opinion of saying black lives matter. In fact, focusing on the hypocrisy of all of this wouldn't be helpful. We need to focus on what's next. And what's next is happening in Ireland, and it's good. The Irish are putting their foot down. But, of course, predictably, there will be a clapback from the globalist lizards in charge of Ireland's government. Right now in Ireland, simply stating the fact that Irish lives matter is a borderline act of terror, just like the Anti-Defamation League and the SPLC have done right here in the United States. Right now, the government in Ireland is actually joining the anti-white crusade by calling protesters of violent immigrants racists who deserve to be shot in the head. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Quote, I'd like to see them shot in the head or bring the public in and beat them until they die, Azad said. This is Azad Talukter. His full name, by the way, Abdul Kalam Azad Talukter. Azad is a Muslim from Bangladesh. So with city councilors like this in Limerick, it seems like unquestionably more violence is in the cards for Ireland. Talukter even suggested to the Irish Times that he may well run for higher office. Wonderful. Great. More foreign-born, white-hating minority politicians to target the residents of a country 
that is 95% white. What could go wrong? David Vance is a UK-based political analyst, a podcaster, and author. He's been banned from UK mainstream media for vocally advocating for freedom. His popular daily podcasts cover a wide range of topics. He can be found at davidvance.net. Again, that's davidvance.net, and he joins us now. David, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Yeah, an absolute pleasure to be back with you again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, the war on whites is raging, and we're going to see more violence, and it's going to continue to perpetuate as this order of chaos is inserted intentionally into every majority white country on the face of the planet. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the thing is, Stu, that, you know, when it's a large country like the United States, it takes time to achieve it. But when it's a small country like Ireland, that that change um, can be brought about very, very fast. And that's exactly what we're seeing at the moment. You know, Irish population, just over five million. You can change a country like that very, very quickly. And that's exactly what's happening. I agree. Are the people of Ireland going to continue to push back against this anti-white sentiment? And what, what does it look like when that happens? Well, well, what it looks like is that Ireland's headed for a civil war. That's exactly what it looks like. And you saw that. It was a week ago that uh, five people were stabbed outside a, 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 little, a young person's school in the centre of Dublin. Uh, one of those, a five-year-old girl, remains in, in, in a critical condition. But she may well be dead, for all we know. The government doesn't want us to know that. And so what happened, Stu, was when the news of that stabbing by an alleged Algerian migrant uh, broke, yeah, the Irish rose up. They rushed into Dublin uh, to protest, to express their rage, their anger, and good on them. And what was the government's response? To call them far-right extremists and now to try and introduce further draconian legislation to shut them up. For example, to get all the social media platforms to hand over all their records so that the Irish government and police can see uh, all the communications that were happening last Thursday. So rather than deal with the Algerian Algerian, uh, stabber, no, no, they want to deal with the Irish people who protested. That's how bad it gets. Yeah, they don't want us to know the five-year-old little girl is dead. Uh, Just the same way that uh, the Israelis carrying out ethnic genocide in Gaza don't want any media reports coming out of there showing all of the innocent men, women, and children that are being obliterated and bombed and murdered over there. Just like the mainstream media, the BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, Rothschild-funded Mainstream and cable news broadcast networks didn't want you to know what happened to that nurse that collapsed after getting a Pfizer injection, that she's dead. They don't want you to know that Roseanne Boylan died in that chamber uh, on January 6th. They don't want you to know about all of the people that were killed by the bioweapon and by remdesivir in hospitals that were modern-day progressive ovens, death camps, uh, as they, as they you know, depopulate the planet and insert their uh, you know, authoritarian, uniparty, world dominance agenda for a one-world government with digital, uh, you know, C- CDBC, CB, whatever this digital ID crap yeah. is, uh, CBDCs. They they don't they yeah. don't want us knowing any of that, and it's really easy to do that when it's the same small group of people that are funding the entire propaganda machine worldwide. Isn't that true? Well, that's right. The, the fact of the matter is that by control of the so-called mainstream media. They do suppress tremendous amount of uh, information. So in Ireland, for example, it's only for the independent media that any of this is being talked about, Stu. If you check out the mainstream media, complete silence, no interest, none at all. So, yes, they, 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 they want to try and essentially enslave us, and they will do that by using their allies in the media, and to me, there's no difference between government and the media. And uh, that's what's happening in Ireland at the moment. But the big kicker in this one is probably a, a key point is that the particular Algerian concerned in this one, uh, he uh, apparently uh, was, uh, he came to Ireland in 2003, uh, illegally as far as I understand. In 2008, right, in 2008, he was granted Irish citizenship. Who was the person who suggested he get Irish citizenship? Well, the evidence seems to suggest it was none other than the now Irish Prime Minister, Leo Varadkar. And that's another reason, Stu, where there's complete silence. Because if it becomes obvious that the guy who allowed this person or who or he did his best to keep this individual in Ireland, the stabber, uh, is now the Prime Minister, 
Where might that end? You know, you say they don't want us to know and they want to insert this agenda and they want to, you know, uh, target whites and they want a civil war. Who's they? They, in this case, well, it is. It's just, just globalism. Ireland has a globalist government for all of it. There's no, there's no, um, there's nothing good about it. They're all the same. Does it all come uh, from all... one place, in your opinion? Does, does, is, there, is there a single country that's kind of like spearheading this or leading this or controlling this or dictating the narratives of the globalists and the missions that, they are, that they're to carry out? Well, well you know, I, I suppose you could say a lot of it comes from the United States, actually, which is a very strong Irish connection. But, um, but, but ultimately, I mean, the Irish are ruled by the Europeans, by those in Brussels in the European Union. So that's, a, that's part of the nexus of evil. The, the European Union. So, so they, they play an important part. They bought Ireland years ago. Ireland's owned by, by the European Union. That's, you need to understand that. Uh, and it has been since 2009, literally owned by the European Union. So they dance to the globalist tune. We've got a, a prime minister in Ireland who, you know, he's a, he's of Indian descent. I mean, there's an irony. And uh, and so Ireland will not look like Ireland's Jew in about 15 years. It's going to be gone. So the Irish have a cho choice. They rise up, protest and do something or they accept their extinction. Now, it's one or the other. You've got to choose a side. We're watching extinction happen all over the place. I mentioned briefly Gaza, Israel. Uh, curious because I don't know. What is... The Irish government's official stance on their support for uh, the secular nation state of Israel. The the Irish government would be bro broadly in support of, of of Israel. I think broadly, yeah, yeah. it would be. So that's not, where it sounds. Not a shock. Yeah. Not a shock. No, they, yeah, yeah. You never seen that one coming, did you? Yeah, no, no, not at all. <laughs> See, everything kind of points back to one place, you know, and. Uh, the levers of power are in the hands of a very certain group of people that we have been exposing here. And, of course, mm. that's why we're targeted right now on the cover of the Rolling Stone, actually, uh, with a, a bunch of libel and defamation and slander as they come after me with just out-and-out -out lies. Always happy to have you here, David Vance. Would you come back again sometime soon? Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much again, Stu. Here's a really surprising fact. Research shows that even healthy people have wild swings in their blood sugar after eating. Blood sugar is a topic everyone needs to understand because spikes in blood sugar force your pancreas to work harder and are associated with things like weight gain, even risk of heart attack and stroke. Well, the boys at Bioptimizers have a blood sugar optimization product called Blood Sugar Breakthrough. I don't think I'm overstating my case when I say it's revolutionary. Simply take two capsules 15 minutes before each meal and your body will push carbs and glucose into your muscles to be used as fuel instead of turning them into fat. As a result, you'll enjoy more stable energy without the post-meal crash. Plus, you'll have better workouts, faster gains in the gym, easier time leaning out. But perhaps the biggest benefit of all of it is that you'll improve your overall health. You have to try it. For an exclusive offer, go to bioptimizers.com slash SP. Again, that's bioptimizers.com slash SP. What does the federal government do with your tax dollars? They waste billions in Ukraine. They give over $2,000 a month to illegal aliens invading our country. They murder scores of Americans with the corona hoax bioweapon jabs. They cheat in the elections and take away your voice. And when you complain about it, like the peaceful protests on January 6th, they put you in prison, torture you and make up phony indictments against you. The enemy wants you to be a powerless slave that shuts up and does as you are told. But there is a way out of this tyranny. Freedom Law School has been teaching Americans for over 27 years that no law requires 99% of Americans to file and pay income tax. None of their students who have stopped paying have gone to prison or had their bank account and property stolen by the IRS. Go to freedomlawschool.org today to take five steps to freedom from IRS deception, robbery, and slavery. Totally free to set you free. Go to freedomlawschool.org today for the first time in a millennia a famine of biblical proportion is hitting the earth and it's by design war has created scarcity fertilizer production has been wiped out the price of fertilizer is up 128 percent food processing plants are exploding 
Herds of cows are being massacred and buried. This is a very abnormal event. The Great Reset demons have created the crisis, but a generation of great resistors following King Jesus have the solution. Heavensharvest.com, get there right now. Prepare for the worst by trusting the best. Heavensharvest.com has a delicious plan to conquer starvation. It's real food, high quality, tastes great. Trust Heaven's Harvest today. Order food for the year and a bucket of heirloom seeds. Affordable, available, ready for the fight ahead. Heavensharvest.com. So no one wants to beat a dead horse. But sometimes the repetition inherent in beating that dead horse is the only way to break down and break through the psychological programming the corporate media has shoved into our eyes and ears for the last 50 or 70 years. I mean, it's only fair, right? If it took 30 or 50 or 75 years to brainwash the majority of the American populace into believing that they have real choices, say between Fox News or CNN or ABC or MSNBC or NBC, it would stand a reason that it will take a similar level of repetition and time to undo that programming. Lucky for us, or maybe unlucky, our elite overlords have overreached so much so often, so quickly during the last several years that many American citizens and Christ-loving people around the world who were living on autopilot, for lack of better phrase, have snapped out of their corporate programmed hangover and have done it quickly, suddenly even. So here on the Stu Peter Show, yes, sometimes we will continue to beat the dead horses. I mean, just think about it. If we didn't beat COVID like a dead horse, we would not have been able to make died suddenly. We would not have been able to save millions of lives by ending the DOD mandate and waking millions up to the dangers of the bioweapon that they call a safe and effective vaccine. The same principle holds true when it comes to election fraud and election integrity. Even the phrase election integrity is a joke because there's no such thing. All of these elections are fake and rigged. All of them are stolen. We've said it many times and we will say it many more. We're not going to vote our way out of this mess. We are at this moment... In a time where without a massive shock to the system, an overturning of the status quo can never happen. One way we might be able to make that shock happen is by pointing out specific instances of egregious election fraud and violations when they come to light. One of the jurisdictions with the fakest and gayest elections is Maricopa County, Arizona, where many thousands of Arizonans showed up on election day only to find out that their voter registration had been changed due to system failures and that their votes were just simply disregarded. Many were flat out barred from voting. We the People AZ Alliance, or WPAA, is a leading election integrity group in Arizona. They have been looking into ballots which were not counted in Arizona's 2022 election. WPAA co-founder Shelby Bush put out a video last week revealing that her group had found hundreds of instances, hundreds, in which people who said that they voted for Abe Hamaday did not have their ballots counted. Hamaday, of course, lost the election for Arizona's attorney general by only 280 votes, far fewer than the number of ballots cast for Abe that simply just were not counted. You're, wel you're welcome. Good morning. My name is Carol Ayat. I'm the chairman of Legislative District 27, and I'm both a precinct committeeman and a state committeeman. It's my understanding that people's party affiliations have changed and they were removed as a PC, but that person did not file to change their party registration. We've also seen people re-registered in another county without moving to another county. We need to get to the root cause of why PC's party affiliation is changing and why people are being re-registered to vote in another county without the voter requesting to do so. This is not a PC issue, this is a voter role issue. In reviewing the voter data for LD27, there are about 5,000 voters who were previously registered as Republicans that are now registered as P&Ds. The changing of voter registration seems to happen after the voter visits the Motor Vehicle Division or uses Service Arizona for a reason not related to changing their voter status. The Elections Department needs to resolve why voters' party affiliations are changing and why voters are being re-registered in another county without vote the voters making the request. Requesting the government to get involved in a club's private business is never a good idea, and it goes against the Republican Party platform of less government. 
I'm requesting the Elections Department to fix the root cause issues and not to add more government bureaucracy to the PC appointment and removal process. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And, uh, no, oh, no outbursts. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Zach, did you hear something that you want to provide an answer for? Yeah, Mr. Chairman and Supervisors, and I think maybe Mr. Jarrett could also expand a little bit on this. Um, the MVD process and Service Arizona process does, when you re-register a vehicle, uh, have an opt-out portion, um, and so sometimes that box is, is mistracked, and then that can change the, the individual's party registration unknowing to them. So that's not, an, that's not something that the Board of Supervisors or Maricopa County has any purview over. Let's, but, um, let's I don't know, stop. Scott, if there's anything else there that you want to add. Let's stop. Okay. Thank you. Mr. Jarrett, did you have anything to say about that? Mr. Chairman, uh, Mr. Sashera uh, said that perfectly. And also, I would just say that the voter registration rules are under the purview of the Maricopa County Recorder's Office. But the Service Arizona and the MVD process is allowed for um, in statute. And so that currently opt-out portion of it um, is following current laws. Okay. Okay. We're just, everyone, we're providing information. Okay. And despite this obvious lawlessness, the courts just refuse to consider the new evidence. Rachel Alexander is the editor and founder of Intellectual Conservative. She's a reporter for the Arizona Sun-Times, a regular contributor to Town Hall, WND, and a whole lot more. She frequently appears on TV and news radio as a conservative commentator, and we're happy to have her here. Uh, you've been rescheduled a few times this week and for, for putting up with that and for being here. So important to us to hear from you, so we just want to say that we appreciate that. Hundreds of ballots for conservatives, for Republican voters, still not counted to this day. That's right. These uh, ballots were provisional ballots that were cast by people who had been registered to vote many for many years. They voted in previous elections. And this wonderful team, one of the top uh, teams here in Arizona on election integrity, We the People AZ Alliance, has gone around and interviewed and gotten affidavits from hundreds of these voters and discovered that like 70% of them were right-leaning voters. So they had chosen to vote for Abe Hamaday. They have enough votes to show that he really won to spread that 280 vote gap. And even more alarming, you might've seen in my article, um, they discovered that once these types of provisional ballots were accepted, right? Because they, they get to choose which ones to accept they found that Pima County shifted by 18% and Maricopa County shifted by 15%, showing that there was some discretion used in that was favoring accepting Democrat provisional votes over the Republican ones. So where are the sheriffs uh, in this? I know that last time you were here, uh, I kind of called out you know, law enforcement and said, hey, the buck stops with you. Who's going to open a case and investigate this, prosecute these people, put them in jail, convict them, and then put them away forever? And why is this not being considered by the courts? I mean, what is going on? The evidence is right in front of everyone's face. Well, we all know that like Soros has taken out a lot of the conservative law enforcement. So we don't have hardly any strong Republican uh, sheriffs in office anymore. We've got that horrible Democrat Paul Penn zone here in Maricopa County. Uh, as for, you know, Sheriff Lamb, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't heard. I mean, maybe he's he's busy on his U.S. Senate race. Um, it's it's there's there's nobody in Maricopa County, though, that's going to do anything about this because, you know, they've already gotten rid of, you know, Chris Mays is our attorney general and she's too busy prosecuting Republican County supervisors. So as we're exposing this and as you're exposing this and, you know, uh, the We the People AZ Alliance is exposing this and as, you know, programs like this are and it's, be, it's, it's right out in front of everybody's faces on Twitter or X, whatever we're calling it these days. OK, great. So we've exposed that the fraud exists. We've exposed that the, the elections are rigged and stolen and that they're fake. Now what? Well, um, what I recommend to everybody is since like here in Arizona, you know, we're never going to get any legislation passed because the alleged governor, Katie Hobbs, will just veto any election integrity legislation. What we're going to have to do is we're just going to have to swamp the polls with both poll workers and poll observers. And I just got done talking to the Honest Elections Project yesterday, and they think it's even more important to be a poll worker than a poll observer. 
So that's kind of what we're we're stuck with at this point, because you're right. If we don't fix the elections, you can't just run and think we're going to like, you know, swamp them with uh, uh, extra votes to overcome the cheating, because they'll just if it's if it's cheating by the machines, they'll just tweak the algorithms, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, vote a little bit more, cheat a little bit more. I mean, they have found a recipe for success that works. They're never going to let it go. They want to stay eternally in power. They want to be eternally enriched. The way that they do that is by getting there and then accepting bribes and then being subjected to blackmail and then showing allegiance to other places and corporate conglomerates. Uh, this is what happens at the federal level in Washington, D.C. with all of our congressional people who apparently pledge an allegiance to another foreign state uh, before they can swear an allegiance to this one by taking the oath. Uh, you know, and in the Senate, everybody in the D.C. beltway, they're all lizard people that are compromised and now it's happening at the state and local levels as well with not one constitutional sheriff. Can you imagine that in this entire country, in every state where we have this rampant and obvious fraud, this this irrefutable, indisputable evidence right in front of their faces, and that not one man, not one man in this country is willing to open a case and to investigate this and to charge these people and to bring it to the, the, the attention of the public via some of these you know compromised media outlets like Fox who would be forced to report on the arrest of somebody who – had fraudulently stolen an election. I mean, this is the overthrow of a constitutional republic, and that's not an exaggeration, is it? I think you're absolutely right. And what's going on is these sheriffs are scared of being prosecuted themselves, you know? So one of these days, when I get a book about what happened to me because they came after me because I was a conservative lawyer, I'm going to call it persecuting the prosecutors because that's exactly what's going on. They are terrifying law enforcement from doing anything and i understand it but it doesn't make it right somebody has to make a stand because once you know the the, the, the mantra after they come after the prosecutors and the and the um uh, sheriffs they're going to start coming after other people i keep telling people you know they might be just coming after lawyers now but they're going to come after other professions we've seen them go after the medical profession for covid so your profession is next they're going to come after you. They're going to come after your kids. They already are coming after our kids. They actually blatantly and openly say, we're coming for your kids. Right out in the wide open, they're being molested because it's a certain month and we're celebrating sodomy. And, and they're allowed to be on the streets wearing next to nothing, rubbing their genitalia in the face of young kids. Both the parents and the perpetrators are both actually really guilty of allowing lewd and lascivious conduct or criminal sexual conduct, and they should be arrested. They should have their children taken away from them and placed into a family that upholds the real morals and Christian values that this country was founded on. We are in really big trouble right now with a very little bit of amount of time to actually write this. We just can't vote our way out of this. I'm trying to rack my brain and think of a possible solution, uh, you know, but it, it just it looks really grim. And uh, it looks like people are going to start having to make some sacrifices, and that includes these sheriffs. So you're afraid of being persecuted was the word that you used for your upcoming book, Persecuting the Prosecutors. Um, we were promised this persecution, and so were the people that liberated this country in the very beginning. Think of the sacrifices that they made. So who are these sheriffs to feel that they're entitled to the same individual liberty and freedom that was gained by them and handed down to them because of bloodshed and violence and sacrifice and then just feel like they're entitled to just coax along and go with a coup d'etat that happened in this country? I mean, it's appalling. It's it's. I don't think these sheriffs should be running for re-election. If you don't have the guts to stand up for this country and this constitution, you should let somebody else run who will have the guts, who will stand up and do it. People like you and me who we aren't afraid and I will never back down. Well, and we thank you for that. Uh, we will never back down either, nor will we never disallow somebody to come here and broadcast the truth. Uh, I think that's why platforms like this one, you know, we gain a lot of negative media attention. The most recent was today, the headlines, Rolling Stone, unbelievable, just lies, uh, just out and out lies. But I think it's why also so many people are waking up and why we're able to grow so quickly because you know, people really are desiring, they have a hunger, a thirst for the real unpolished, unvarnished truth right now. Uh, and I'm just so thankful that so many people are waking up in large part in your area due to you and all of your work and all over the country as you're making all of your appearances and you're unafraid. You're right. Thank you, Rachel Alexander, for being here. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate what you're doing as well, Stu. Of course. In times like this, I can't imagine doing anything different. I want to tell you a way that you can help yourself and help your children to be less obese, to be more energetic, to have clearer skin, to avoid turbo cancers. And that is by getting six cups of fruits and vegetables into your daily diet. Who has time to cut up six cups of fruit 
six cups of veggies every day. Who has kids that are going to eat six cups of veggies every day, but you want them healthy? So that's why I use Field of Greens. My three kids absolutely love Field of Greens. They get real organic fruits and vegetables, the right amount, six cups every single day. They're full of energy. The thing that I noticed right away is my skin complexion. My, it cleared right up. I've got all of this energy, and I know that I'm getting my – they have a money-back guarantee as well, by the way. It tastes good, so your kids will love it. They have multiple different flavors at Field of Greens, uh, and this is – I mean, I, I love it. I love it. And the money-back guarantee says this. If you go to your doctor in six months and they don't say, hey, you're doing everything exactly right, no questions asked. Money back. Fieldofgreens.com slash stew. Again, fieldofgreens.com slash stew. More of the Stu Peter Show coming up right now. Well, I don't know about you, but off and on, I've had trouble sleeping for years. Actually, the majority of Americans struggle to get the sleep that they need. A friend of mine told me that it might be a magnesium deficiency, so I tried a whole bunch of supplements and none of it worked. Well, finally, thanks to this program, I was introduced to nutrition scientist and champion bodybuilder Wade Lightheart, and he told me there's actually seven types of magnesium, and your body needs all seven in order to get the proper sleep that some of these other companies advertise but just don't produce. Problem is, because of industrial fertilizers, basically all the food that we eat is now deficient in magnesium. Magnesium Breakthrough is the only full-spectrum supplement that includes all seven forms of magnesium that's on the market. And let me tell you, this stuff actually works. Not only did it finally fix my sleep, but the energy levels that I've experienced have gone through the roof as well. To learn more about Magnesium Breakthrough, go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Use promo code StuPeters10 to get 10% off your first bottle. You'll be glad that you did. magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Everybody knows the importance of protecting their wealth, protecting everything that they've worked hard to earn and save. Everybody knows that physical gold and silver is the way to do it. I buy my gold at GoldCo. GoldCo's number is 855-706-GOLD. You should write this down. Take the five minutes. Mention Stu Peters when you call. Get the deal of a century. 855-706-GOLD. Look, you need a hedge to protect yourself against hyperinflation. You need to protect yourself against criminal taxation and government theft. Your children's entire financial future, your retirement, it's all dependent on you holding on to what you've earned. You have to have physical gold and silver. Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. The Stu Peter Show continues right now.